This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Inna alhamdulillahi nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruhu wa nasta'hadim wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiyati amalina man yahdihillahu falamudilla lah wa man yudlil falahadiyalah وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا تقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الذين آمنوا تقوا الله وقولوا قولًا سديدًا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزًا عظيمًا أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Indeed, all praise and thanks, gratitude is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam is his final messenger. وَرَبُّكَ يَخْلُقُ مَا يَشَاءُ And your Lord creates whatever he wills and he chooses. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is khaliqu kulli shay, is the creator of everything. And the fact that he subhanahu wa ta'ala created everything, decreed everything, and chose that certain places would have a virtue over others. For the one who prays in Masjidul Haram will have the reward of 100,000 salah. And that is a virtue not to be matched. And praying in the masjid of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has the virtue of alfu salah, 1,000 prayers. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose certain places to be inviolable, to be sacred, and that their virtue and blessings would be over others. Similarly, Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala decreed that certain times would have a virtue and a blessing over others. So each year in the month of Ramadan, the Muslim does as much as they can in getting close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everybody is engaging in the same ibadah, in the same worship. Everybody's fasting. So there's a constant reminder for everybody that we are in the month of Ramadan. Even the non-Muslim is aware that Muslims are in their month and that they are fasting. And that the last 10 nights, we are all looking for Laylatul Qadr, a night in which is better than a thousand months. Khayrun min alfi shahar. So we come to the masjid, we may pray at home, offering Qiyamul Layl, the night prayer, asking Allah Taala to forgive us and to guide us, all the things that we are asking for. However, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala also chose at other times during the year that there would be a time in which would be better and greater than that what we know during the month of Ramadan. 
and not necessarily going into too much depth as to why is it that so many Muslims are unaware, one, or number two, do not take as serious the first ten days of Dhul Hijjah. Why do they not take it serious as they should? Bearing in mind in the hadith of Ibn Abbas عنهما, that the Prophet وسلم, said, ما من أيام العمل الصالح فيهن أحب إلى الله تعالى من في هذه الأيام العشر that there are no days that are more beloved to Allah صريح very clear no more beloved days to Allah سبحانه وتعالى in which righteous actions that they are done than these ten days of Dhul Hijjah so Dhul Hijjah, of course, is the last month of the Islamic calendar. It is something that is just about upon us. In a few days' time, we will start the month of Dhul Hijjah. And just a week into that month, you will find millions of people. For some of them, will be going on the journey of a lifetime. That they will be going to the plains of Arafah, and that they will make dua to Allah ta'ala like they've never made dua to Allah jalla in their life. Quite possibly the most important day of dua in their lives. If that person only makes hajj once in their life, and that Yomu Arafah is the day that you put it out there to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All your desires, your wishes, your du'as, your supplications, everything that you ever desired and wished for should be said on that day when you made that sacrifice to go to the plains of Arafah in the heat wearing two sheets or for the woman wearing her hijab but you are stifling hot. But you make that sacrifice. The money that you paid, the money that you saved now really becomes nothing. It doesn't become very much on that day when Allah Taala enabled you, facilitated for you to be there on that day. To be from those chosen to three million people. To make dua at that place on that day. What ni'mah, what blessing that Allah allows a person to, to be granted to be from those people at that time, at that place. This is something that years they pass by, and the person intends or wishes that they would be there, but is not making much of an effort to be there. So why is it that the Muslim is really unaware of the blessings? Because they're not performing hajj. So it passes them by. Is this time only for the hujjaj? We say no, it is not. That the ahadith which talk about the ahabu ayam illallah, the most beloved days to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, afdalu ayam dunya the best ten days of this world, are these first ten days of Dhul Hijjah. So what should we be doing? Well, there are so many things that we can be doing, inshaAllah ta'ala, during these days. So we've established that they are the very best days. We cannot let this opportunity which comes around every single year to, for it to pass by, and that I treated it like all other days during the year. Better than the days or the last 10 days 
of Ramadan. The last 10 nights are special. But these 10 days, they are also very special. So what do we do? So we engage in those ibadat which are beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From them organizing an udhiyah, a qurbani. Yes, the ulama have differed over whether it is a wajib or sunnatun mu'akkada, a stressed sunnah or something which is an obligation. At the very least, if you have the means to organize a qurbani, then you should do it. Knowing that a sheep or a portion in a cow or a camel is sufficient for your household. And if you can do more, then you should do so. And the one who is organizing it should refrain from trimming their nails, taking any hair from their bodies during this time until it is done after the day of Eid, after Salatul Eid. On the eighth day, or rather on the ninth day of Dhul Hijj is Yawmu Arafah, the day of Arafah, which on the plains of Arafah, millions of people supplicating to Allah Ta'ala. For those not making Hajj, then you are to fast, inshallah ta'ala, this day if you can. Because the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam said that sawmu yawmu arafah tukaffira sanat al-madiyah wal-baqiyah. That it is an expiation of your sins for the previous year and the coming year. Fasting one day is an expiation of your sins for two entire years. So when the Prophet ﷺ told us that these are the very best days of the year, these are some of the reasons why we should know that there are no other days in the year that are equal to this. The opportunities there are like none other. Not only fasting the ninth, but it is also narrated that the Prophet ﷺ, that he would fast the first nine days of Dhul Hijjah. And is a Commonly questioned, uh, put question, can I fast the, ni- the first nine days? Of course, the tenth day is the day of Eid. None of us will fast. To fast the first nine days, sum, fast. Do as much as you can during these days. Can I spread out my sadaqah during these days? Tasaddaqu. Then give charity during these days and each and every one of these days if you can. Can I offer tahajjud and night prayer? Yes, do it. Because these are the best days during the year. Make lots of takbir. Praise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying takbir. Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illallah. Subhanallah. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Throughout the, all of these days. Mention Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala frequently and as much as you can during these days. Something of which making the takbir in these days is almost like a sunnatun mahjura. It is like a forgotten sunnah with many people. And remember, if you re-bring alive this sunnah, then you will have the reward of all those who then implement this particular sunnah. Of course, this is what the Prophet ﷺ told us. And if the person had the ability to perform hajj during these days, and knowing that if a person, and the hajj itself is how long? Five days. الحج المبرور The accepted hajj ليس له الجزاء للجنة Has no other reward than the paradise That the person stayed away from cursing and swearing and relations with their family They went there for ibadah for five days and accepted hajj The reward for that is the paradise 
how merciful Allah Taala is. That for the work that you put in for five days in your life, that you will receive the paradise. Doesn't mean that for the rest of your life you can do as you wish. But the point is that you have made an effort in that hajj that you return a different person. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to perform the hajj. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to place in our hearts the desire to want to make the pilgrimage to his house. Allahumma ameen. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum min kulli dhan fastaghfiru innahu huwa al-ghafurul rahim. Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. All praise belongs to Allah. And may the peace and blessings of Allah Jalla wa'ala be upon his final messenger, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. When talking about the ten days of Dhul Hijjah, its virtue, its blessing, you almost go down into a subject which opens up so many different topics, which this in this short khutbah is impossible for us to cover and talk about in any great depth. But we think about the story of Ibrahim alayhi salam. And the sacrifice that was asked of him by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to offer his own son, Ismail alayhi salam. We think about the hajj of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. We think about the khutbatul wada'. We think about the farewell sermon of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. One of the greatest, if not you want to say the greatest sermons ever delivered not only to a people, but to mankind. That the words that the Prophet ﷺ mentioned, the advice that was given, universal, comprehensive, that was applicable to the Sahaba that was there, more than 110,000 of them. That it was delivered on this minbud would be sufficient and suffice all the needs and advice that we need here today. About the rights of men and women and children and the old and the rich and the poor the equal share and fair distribution of wealth and the removal of oppression and reminding us, every single one of us, of our asl, of where every single one of us, where we came from and where we will all be returning to. In which that the Prophet ﷺ would frequently say to them, Have I not informed you? Have I not conveyed the message to you? And that the companions, radiallahu anhum, would say, Bala ya Rasulullah, indeed you have conveyed the message, O Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, on this day, where everybody should recognize and know that you are all on an equal plane, regardless of your wealth, your status, whoever you are. Inna akramakum indallahi atqakum. That the most noble in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who has taqwa. You will not be able to bargain with your money. You will not be able to bargain with your status and your fame on yawm al-qiyamah. All of that will have no worth. What you put forth, your struggles, your sacrifice in this worldly life, will all that will be of worth to you on yawm al-qiyamah. If you have problems with one another, resolve them. If you have debts to be paid, pay them. If you have repentance that is owed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we all have that, 
then repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before a day comes where regret will come to you, where there will be no turning back. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us of our sins. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give victory to all the Muslims around the world. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from al-dalala. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala ali Muhammad kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim innaka hamidun mujid. Allahumma a'iz al-islam wa al-muslimin. Allahumma a'iz al-islam wa al-muslimin. Allahumma aghfir lana dhanubana ya rabbal alameen. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fi al-akhirati hasana wa qina adhab al-nar. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.